Hello, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. You rate and review my podcast if you like me. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's YesKingOliver. Tati bye. Right, Josh, continue what you're saying. Hello. You don't need to say hello. Right, continue. Is this the start of the podcast? That's it, yeah. You don't even introduce it? No, just talk. Just talk straight Authenticity. Authenticity. I'm not like this at home. I'm not like it on the podcast. You know, I like that. I like that. No, we, me and Oliver were just talking. Minimal I've, effort. Maximum satisfaction. I have done a podcast with Oliver before. He's a very, very strange but fantastic person. So I said I'll do another one with him. And when I didn't reply to his messages, he did bombard me. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm fascinated to talk with Oliver because I just find that out of, in a society that we live in, he has done well to keep his shield of freedom up for so long and long may it continue. But the first question I did ask you when you got into my car today was the road you live down is probably the most suburban road in the whole of Berkshire. It's just ironic that you live there and... What do you mean by suburban you road? You go against the grain. Oh, two and a half children, a dog... <laughs> Up at half seven, breakfast, kid at 15 starts to smoke weed with friends, goes off the rails slightly, but never enough because we live in Berkshire. Daughter will grow up to do ballet until she's 16 and then jack it in, so that's a waste of money from both (laughs) the parents. The son will either play football or rugby until he's 14 and jack that in because he will then start to go to house parties. (laughs) There will be a local affair, neighbourhood watch will come round and one or a few of the houses will get robbed once in a while. And that's suburbia. After a house party. And that's where... No, no house party. They go to the mum's room in her drawer, take her ring. Yeah, but there's always that that, that guy that comes round and knocks on the door and says, hi there, just to let you know, there has been some burglaries down this road in the past few months. And it's always the house from a person that you don't know because he's always on fucking holiday. Do you know what I mean? And the reason he's always on holiday is because he hates the fact that he lives down suburbia. But what I'm saying is, this isn't an irrelevant point. My argument to you is, you are so not suburbia and your road is so suburbia. So that just makes me laugh. So when you said that, I think of myself as a, um, a rare multicoloured frog in the middle of a, uh, uh, the, the woodlands or the jungle. And everyone's walking their dog, just going back their day. No one knows there's a frog under there that's multicoloured, that glows in the dark and lights up and can talk. And he knows that he can do all this shit and how they'd react if they knew he was there. But still no one knows he's there. They just see, as you said, suburbia, normal person. I'm sure people are like, he's still living at home. That fucking little electric scooter he's scooting about to go Tesco's. Has he not got a job? Has he not got, like, a life? Has he not got a girlfriend? Like, what the fuck? Has he never seen him with a girl? Is he gay? I think to myself, what are they still thinking when they see me, 28, in that house, going on my moped with a, just whatever. And it's fascinating to observe myself from a third perspective. Like, I shouldn't be in that house. Yeah, but at the same time, it, I asked you a few questions about that house. The first one was, do you pay rent? No. Do you pay bills? No. Do you buy food? No. So what that house is giving you is that house is giving you the the environment to do what you want in. And we even had this argument. Your new next door neighbours are our age. They're or thereabouts, 28 to 30, two kids, job, probably bringing in about 50 to 60 grand a year, which he's climbed his way up from. And, and and like we said, there, there's no... What I love about my life and what you love about yours is the amount of freedom I get to change what I want to do. If one week I want to be a footballer, the next week I want to go into accountancy, the next week I want to become a pop star, I still have the freedom to be able to do that. It's about making sure that the choices that I'm making, though, are A, realistic, and B, are eventually going to make me some money because it's all good and well running around saying that you want to be the next big rock star. But really and truly, we all know that by the time you've learned to play the guitar, learned to sing and joined a band that's going to make some money, 
it's too far gone. So, you know, it's all about making sure that your dreams are realistic. There's an end goal to your dreams. And I feel that there is an end goal to your dream. Your dream is to be this free-loving podcast extraordinaire talking to the greatest of people, which I believe is a possible thing based on what you're doing. Um, so it's about honing in on that. But you've been given the freedom. Yeah, but don't forget, it's not um, that this freedom's by chance. I have had, literally had to fight for freedom. I haven't just had it easy. Like, I had great parents, I live for free. Every, my whole life has been a battle and a fight growing up. No, no one saw behind the the closed doors. They see a happy kid, you know, but they don't understand or understood the struggles that I had in my head to be free. Simply just... What were those struggles? Or something simple like just wearing what I want to wear to a nightclub and all the other lads are wearing jeans, got their hair slicked back inside. And I'm just like turning up with my fucking like pink whatever I'm wearing, right? Yeah. Or some stupid basketball shoes and everyone else is wearing their little like boat shoes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like having to justify your whole life why you can't do that. Why are you wearing that? Like I remember I had, I found a ring on the floor and I was wearing it on my wedding finger. And somebody said to me, why are you, why are you wearing that? Take it off. Like, you're not married. Why are you wearing that? And I was yeah. like, it's a fucking ring. Why yeah, can't I just yeah, wear yeah. it? It's what it and signifies he, he, to I him. saw him. He, did, he was getting angry. Why would I be doing that when that's a wedding finger? Well, who says to... that's a wedding finger? That's the whole point. Okay, I, I get that. But I understand he was getting angry because it was like he was struggling to be himself at that point. But also he was trying to fit in but didn't want to fit in. And so he was seeing the grains going that way. But yeah. I'm doing this. He wants to do that. But everyone else around him will be like, hey, weirdo, why are you wearing a wedding thing in your finger? So he's like struggling for himself and I, as you know as you get older yeah. these peers fuck off and you're just left with the, the family and then you can literally find yourself but what do you feel are the biggest life lessons you've learned in your 20s that what you want to be or want to become you will always end up doing and being if you keep going once everyone else disappears. If you don't have that mindset of being somebody or someone and just flowing, then you'll never know. You'll have, there's no goal at the end of it. So you're just constantly flowing throughout your life. New job, new... You're just going everywhere. Um, work says you need to work abroad, you just go abroad. Yeah. You don't even question anything. If you do have a goal or you know that you are not like the rest, then eventually when these people disappear, school, college, work, you're there by yourself. And then once you get that enough time by yourself, you can nurture it and perfect that part of you and then that's you forever and then you've got to just maintain it and have you ever had a job i only got part-time jobs when i shut my businesses down and had an awakening at 21 what was the awakening my awakening coming off medication for tourette's meditating for three weeks and seeing the whole world as it exactly was and then i binned everything i had was just left with my bed realized how am i going to make any money so i had to get a waitress job and then four years, five years later, here I am. That's interesting. Cleaning tables, knowing that I just need to get here, which was a year and a half later. You really are of that mindset of, I just need to get to this point of, you don't want for the nicer things in life. If I'm a millionaire, I'm still probably going to wear this exact outfit. Yeah. Because whether that's Nike, Gucci, like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, <clears> no, I appreciate that. <clears throat> it's it's more of a uh, the reason why people wear I the reason why I would wear expensive clothes is because I think it signifies success and it is a reward to yourself. Now, don't get me wrong, you look at people that wear fake expensive clothes. What they're doing is they're completely and utterly ripping the class and the 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 
the signification out of that piece of clothing. Piece of clo- clothing and brands signify something to me. When I see someone wearing a polo Ralph Lauren top, I look at them and I often think British middle class. When I see someone in a Nike tracksuit, I look at them and I immediately think sportswear, going to the gym, fitness, health. Don't get me wrong. Again, there are variables within that. I see overweight people that are not on their way to the gym wearing a tracksuit. And I often think laziness. Can't be bothered to get make an council effort. Comfort, council estate to a degree, but Orson, it's comfort, right? When you wear a tracksuit, you're in comfort. When I see someone wearing a, a um, I don't know, a... Uh, 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 a sports top, like a, a, a Tottenham top or a Manchester United, you know, it's signified that that top means a lot to them. It's their childhood team. It's the team that they follow. It's them. It's, it identifies them. So that's why I don't fully agree with you on a bit of clothing is a bit of clothing, because I think it does signify what we are and what we represent. Now, that being said, what you wear, I feel, does signify who you are as a person. Because today you've turned up in a bright pink hoodie, a pair of camouflage tracksuit bottoms with your hair bleached blonde. Like M&M. And that, to me, <laughs> screams out someone that does not want to conform to the norms of society. So I even think without realising your clothing signifies something about you. Oh, yeah. And, that- it, and I think it's, it's funny because you're trying so hard to make sure that it doesn't and in actual fact it tells me everything I need to know about you well I used to wear different colour socks on purpose since I was like you know 21 and only recently I looked at my drawer and all those colourful socks have holes in them so I've been them all now that I haven't got any colourful socks left and I'm like maybe this point of having to be different on purpose wearing different colour socks has I've gone out of it so now I can happily wear normal socks like black and black without having to purposely go in the drawer and get a blue one right yeah, no, I get that. And the idea of wearing odd socks is, again, going against the grain. It's not... Fuck com- the system. It's not conforming. And it's funny, I asked you about having a proper job because I've had a proper job. And I I fall somewhere... I fall somewhere in between the two that you fall into. So you fall into very far left. You're very against the system. I work to clear debt and that's it. I don't have an alarm clock. I wake up with the sunrise. I, I don't watch TV if I do, I'll watch something that's extremely informative and it's a documentary. I've seen your Instagram. It's you dancing around like a lunatic in your bedroom, which is great. One o'clock at mid of the afternoon where everyone, ever, everyone I've ever known is working their ass off. And that's great. <laughs> and I think your, your middle finger to the system is, is very admirable. And I really, 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 that's why I'm here with you again today because I think you're great. I feel somewhere along the line from there, certainly not the other side of it of I go to work, get spoken to by a boss that I have no respect for just to make ends meet. But I'm somewhere in the middle of I do want for the nicer things in life. My goals are probably not that similar to yours. Although I think the main goal that we both have that does unite us as friends will be that goal of I do not want to have a boss. I want to do my own thing. So to me, the only reason why you make money is because you need something that requires money as a form of trade. So if you've got bills to pay your Netflix, to pay your Wi-Fi, you need to find money to pay for that, otherwise you haven't got it. Yeah. Once they're paid, what are you working for? It just goes in the bank, saving for a rainy day. What's the point? If I want to go on holiday and it's two grand, I work to to get two grand to then go on holiday. That's a great life. If I want a two million pound house... good way of thinking. If I want a two million pound house, which I will do when I've got enough money and so I can just buy it, yeah. I will get it. But it's not my goal, because to make a two million pound house without getting a mortgage, realistically, unless you're very successful somehow like my podcast, I'm gonna have to work 
for the rest of my life, I'll probably die halfway between making that money and yeah, therefore it's all a waste of time. But th- this, is, this is my next point. You have trapped yourself because you can't really make too many plans. But again, you look at your whole life as a whole and I'm learning a lot about this at the moment and I'm working extremely hard on myself. I've learned more about myself in the past year of lockdown than I have in 29 years prior to that because I haven't allowed myself to get caught up in the norms of society and the day-to-day. I've had to sit there, reflect on what my values are, what I prioritise, what my long-term goals are, where I want to be in 10 years, da 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 And what I've realised is that Money doesn't necessarily make you happy. But let me tell you what does make you happy. Making plans makes me happy. And unfortunately in the world we live in, to make any form of plan that isn't sitting on a picnic blanket in the park, you do need some form of money. So there's one thing. (laughs) Now I'll tell you what makes me unhappy, and this is something that my brother swears by as well, and it's the best thing that he ever told me. Debt makes me unhappy. So maybe the fear of ever being in debt drives me on to go and work for money because that idea of being in debt and having letters come through the post, bailiff letters, um, you're in the phone ringing every five minutes from a different 0845 number, which is a debt collector or a or Barclay card head office in wherever the fuck it is. That makes me on edge. It makes me anxious. It makes me unhappy. You know, not under, not being able to budget for a weekly shop of £150. My, my weekly shop at Tesco's includes... Spinach, celery, apples, carrots, all these foods that I need to make me a good person. All those things you've said, I'm regrowing in the garden from offshoots in the fridge. And you have the time to do that. Josh, all you've got to do and is you chop the end off, you put it I in some mud know. and it fucking grows. And again, I love you, Oliver, I hence why I'm, I'm back on this podcast because I really, 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 really think you're a quality person and I really admire you. But we are different in that. That to me sounds like an effort. It sounds long and I appreciate <laughs> It's good for the environment. It's good for whatever. In my life, Josh Paul's life, that is not something that I can commit the time to. So for me, for for to even get out of bed in the morning, I need three hundred pounds in the week to get me by. Now that is a decision that I have made. It's a decision that I'm going to own, and it's a decision that I'm responsible for. Yours, on the other hand, would probably be tell me day Uh, to day. um, Phone is at oh what. So, so a week, break it down into days for me, per day for Oliver to get out of his bed and do something not even that productive, just to live. What is it costing you per day? And then what is it costing you per month? Well, the only bills I have is my £10 phone bill. Okay, what the hell service is £10 a month? Gift gaff, I'm up, gift gaff. Okay, you're on gift gaff. Yeah. And is that pay as you go? Yeah, you pay monthly, stop when you want, start when you want. It's for example, £20 a month is unlimited everything, right? £10 is like... Unlimited data? Unlimited data, unlimited text, unlimited... For what? 20 quid a month? Yeah. How are they so cheap? I don't know, just check it out, it's gift gaff, right? It's ridiculous. And um, Amazon Prime, that's... My, my mum uses it, so... So here we go. I've caught... I'm, I've got some. I've got you on something here. You've given me some information. See? The yeah. truth will always come out. Why, why, why Amazon Prime? What, what is, what is that? Why, why, why are you? Why do you feel that that is warranted of your money? So my mum, you are a hard sell. My mum, as a human, my mum uses it for ninety percent of the stuff. Okay, what do you use it for? The ten percent. Well, I, I, I had it. I just had it. It's like I had a free trial, okay, and then it expired. And then my mum uses it, and rather than her spending three pound, she buys like loads of stuff regularly. I know. So, so what do you pay like, a month for Amazon Prime? It's a seven ninety nine. Okay. 
which I didn't feel I should be, I didn't feel obliged to be like, mum, you need to pay for this because you uh, use it more than me because I don't yeah. have any bills anywhere. So I thought, I'll just fucking pay it. You so know? you pay seven ninety nine a month to Amazon and £10 a month to gift care. Yeah, and that's pretty much So £17.99 for Oliver, who is 20. But the Amazon, I don't even need it. It's my mum. Okay. I just, you know, when I obviously buy something occasionally, it comes the next day. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't need it. the TV side of it? Amazon Prime, you get to watch. That's all part of the package, but that's just Do you not. watch any of that? No, I watch Netflix, which my dad pays for on Sky. Okay. And what, what would, going off slightly subject, so we got to the bottom of that question of 1799. Yeah. <laughs> 1799 is what Oliver, a 28-year-old man, needs a month to live his life. That is very 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 good information and that is you and that is how you've managed to get through life up until this point with that so that's However, what we'll say is i'm joining david lloyd which is 225 a month yeah that's 100 pound joining fee i used to be there i know i know and i'm not doing a 12 month contract for 165 yeah i'm doing it monthly yeah and people are saying my dad's like i'll get a fucking hot tub in the garden if you're just going to go there and sit in the hot tub you're never going to use the gym yeah and i'm like no it's about having a purpose I can go play tennis with people. I can yeah. sit in the hot tub, play squash. It's a, it's a purpose. It's, 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 look, as humans, we need... Otherwise, it's like doing a Zoom call in the gym you in your lounge. need... Yeah, I mean, where do you begin with that? There's a reason why health clubs are, are hugely successful. And it's because they serve a purpose. You know, when you get up in the morning at 6.30, have breakfast, do you eat breakfast? No. Okay, that's where you're going wrong straight away. But 12 o'clock, I fast until 12. Okay, that's your decision. Again, I break my fast at 12. Okay, what do you eat at 12? Brazil nuts, walnuts, macadamia. No, Brazil nuts, walnuts, macadamia nuts, olives, dark chocolate, eggs, salmon, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds. That is it. All together. And hummus, yeah. All together. Yeah. So you mix chocolate and hummus? I don't fucking dip it in the hummus. No. I eat it and then just sort of eat that, then I eat that, then I eat that. And what will eat you that. eat for dinner? Well, my mum cooks me. Okay. And what would that might be? Homemade Michelin star meal every night. Okay. It could be Thai curry Monday. It could be a linguine cheese day. It could so you be... are eating normal uh, society-led British oh, slash yeah. cookbook food as well. Oh, yeah. It's roast... not just all nuts. No, roast dinner every Sunday. When I break okay. my fast, it's a keto meal, which means that energy... I know fats... about it. We're not getting into no, that here. No. This is not a podcast selling keto or anything of that type. <laughs> if keto works for you, that's great. My brother's done it. He lost lots of weight on it. It's great. It's a good diet. I'm not, I'm not saying anything, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about lifestyle. Today's podcast is about... It's your podcast. You tell me whatever the fuck it's about. But we talk about I everything. I don't know. We just talk. It's great. It's, it's <laughs> fabulous. What do you, why do you think every other podcast is that's like this is so successful? Because people want to hear humans interacting. Exactly that. But we're back to the monthly expenses. Seventeen ninety nine. Yours is seventeen ninety nine. Yeah. Mine... I wouldn't even need a phone. Mine I mean, is mine is probably around a thousand pounds a month. I, I use my phone at home, like through Wi-Fi. That's the fine. only reason why I have need data is because when I um, go to the park, I play Radio One. Well, you need data, Oliver, because you're a 28 year old man that doesn't. I could get a radio from Tesco's yeah. with an antenna. You listen could to Radio do, One, but, but this is 2021. Yeah. So you don't need to do that. What you also need to do is there's a fine line of making your life more difficult and making it easier. And if you fall on the side of making your life more difficult, that's when you fall into trouble. Now, for whatever, you're just explaining to me why you need data. Jesus Christ. Like, thanks. Do you want to explain to me next why we need water and why oxygen could come in useful later down the line? It's easier than going to a cafe and saying, excuse me, what's your Wi-Fi password? That that is, that is, that is, that is... If you're a 12-year-old, that's great. So this is my next point with you. You've done very well to shy away from any responsibility. Yeah, it's been hard work. And you, but you've worked hard on it. Very hard, yes. And you've got there. Now tell me, 
when you when you do you write up your goals? Yeah, my vision we, board. We discussed oh, this, we didn't had this we? Chat. I had a chat with you a year ago, a year and a half ago, and you told me you wanted to get a podcast to be done, okay? So we did it on the vision board together. You did it. You went away and did it. We then stopped talking for a bit because of COVID. I think everyone got wow, hit Wow, so I, I didn't even start, did I? You hadn't started. Incredible. Right? And now you have started. Incredible. And guess who else is starting a podcast? Yeah. Yeah, and you're going to come on that. Thank you. That podcast is a bit different. That's going to be about the mindset of champions. It's about the mind... And that's why I'm so interested in your mindset, because your mindset is so at one with yourself you know can you even envision this for me can you envision a wife just listen don't 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 interrupt okay i'm going to set a scene for you and you need to tell me how it makes you I feel. close my eyes you're oliver yeah you've come home yeah 1100 pounds a month in your house noisy neighbors either side of you not where you envisioned it you really, really want to work on a podcast that you've put together, but unfortunately, due to the fact you couldn't keep your cock in your pants, you've got two children. <laughs> you have a wife that you don't really love that much, but you're together for the sake of the children. You're 28, you can't eat Brazil nuts, macadamia nuts, sunflower seeds, dark chocolate and olives, because you work at the local car garage as a salesman. So you have to eat a three pound meal deal a lot of the time. <laughs> Because that is as far as your... Josh, this is funny. This is as far as your budget will stretch. You're not in control of your own money. You make it, you work hard, but your wife spends a lot of it on the bills, on the children's school uniforms and other life expectancy. You've got home after a hard day at work and your children are moaning, Daddy, 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 please can we go and play PlayStation together? <laughs> You're starving, hungry, tired, shattered. You've walked in to see another bill from Southern Electric's for an overdue bill that you want. How are you feeling with that situation? I want to kill myself. Right. That's what I just want to bear myself So that the for you is your idea of hell. That's, that, is, that is hell. That is that hell. That is the opposite to what I, yeah. I ever want to live. I want to be travelling where when I want to, when I want to, and then I die. Okay. So, so what I'm saying is, and this is the beautiful thing about life, your mindset is so around being free you don't you don't have anything in your vision board or your goal setting or your goals long-term goals to be a family man family doesn't drive you and that is why i'm interested because you come from a very very stable family which is why it's interesting so i am a bit like that and i had a girlfriend and it didn't work out because i probably wasn't as family orientated as she would have liked she was from a very solid family now i'm not i'm from a very solid family but my dad was always a bit of a philanderer. He was in the record business, you know. Philandra? I didn't even know if that's the real word. Listen, he was with my mum, but he wasn't with my mum, right. right? Okay. My mum was brilliant. <laughs> she raised us. But I never really saw that old school family, family, family. We did family holidays, but my mum and dad, they broke up. Then they got a bit back together again. Then my dad wanted other women in his life. So I saw a bit of a, like a rock star side to him. So that's why I'm a bit edgy. But with you, it was dinner on the... You, I'm asking you these questions because I'm getting answers out of you. You tell me your mum cooks for you every night. That sounds to me like a very stable family environment. I'd roasted it every Sunday from the minute I can ever remember. Yeah. So that, that for me is something that... Um, that for me is something that you maybe have seen the stresses. Maybe you've underlined seen the stresses that your dad's been through. Tell me, has your dad come home from work stressed? Have you seen your dad be stressed out before? What I saw is my dad just in turbo mode. What does make... your dad do for work? <clears throat> so he's a singer and um, he is a he works for a 
my grandma's pet food company, right? Right. No, 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 but no, not no. pet food. It's yeah, an export This is where company. it gets interesting. So your dad is a singer. Yeah. Who works as a pet food export, whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a family business. It's a, right. uh, a food. But he has a job. Yeah. And your mom? That's his daytime job. And my your mom? mom is a accounts assistant or some shit. Fabulous. Okay, so... This is where it gets interesting because genetics, things like you don't, you're not the way you are by accident. You're the way you are through genetics, upbringing, environment and whatever. And now we can add into the mix social media and and media as such. That might be a magazine, that might be a website, that might be a podcast you're listening to. You are also now moulded by things around you. It used to just be TV and newspaper. It's now a million things that you could be moulded by. You know, back in the day, in order to be edgy and crafty and different, you would be, have to read Kerrang! magazine and listen to <laughs> MTV2. Whereas now, you could just hashtag something on Instagram and see everything you want and more. What I'm saying to you is, your dad is a singer who's gone to get a job because he had to feed his family, probably by the sounds of things. So you're seeing your dad not live out his dreams. Correct. And that's probably Correct. something that is actually Correct. deep down inside you festering away you don't want to be that man that has a dream for a massive podcast huge success as a tv presenter and someone that loves people which is what you love interesting people but also by the way oliver you've got to be at work at 8 a.m every morning selling cars on a forecourt because you have to your dad has no choice but to go to work certainly not now with you as his 28 year old son that doesn't bring one penny into the house Exactly that. I've seen what it's like to have an amazing, say, family unit, amazing children, amazing Christmases, every single birthday, great, amazing father, play football, whatever, and see what you have to sacrifice to keep that unit together. Yeah. Okay, I see the highs and I see the lows. And to me, the lows aren't worth the highs. No, no, no. They really fucking aren't. You don't, sometimes in life, you don't really have a choice, though. You know, if you are, if you accidentally had a kid, for instance, and you thought it was going to be okay, but when when that kid comes into the world, you do, you are then shackled. It is different. It is, and I've seen it. I've I've got friends that have had kids, and they've just I see them before they've had the kids. They're full of life. They're energetic. Exactly. They've got all these dreams, and you have a child, and it does exactly it bolts your both your feet to the floor. Because if you are a decent person and you do have an, a level of responsibility that runs through your veins, stick around you for stick ar- years. you'll stick around for that child. Don't get me wrong. There are people that still don't give a shite about their kids and do what they want. But, you know, often when you find someone um, that, is, that is, you know, half decent, you, they will stick around and they will put their dreams on hold to bring a child up and to bring a child into the world. And by that time, you're so exhausted and stressed and ill and just, like, no energy left. By that time, you die of cancer or heart disease or a stroke. And then you're like, fuck, I never got to do it. Yeah. Wait. And, but by then, you, but, but you're so caught up in the day-to-day, aren't you? You know, you, you, don't, you don't often feel or see the day-to-day um, because you are... You're so caught up in the long term. You know, you don't look day to day. You look at where your life's going to be in two years time, right? Your long term plans. But a lot of people, their biggest worry is how they're going to get to the end of the month. Is, is it something that in America, everyone is one <coughs> paycheck away from being homeless? Something like that, yeah. I mean, that as a... Fucking crazy. I'm sure England is probably just as bad as that, if not worse, yeah. that we're one pay... We, we, I know people that have children and people to look after in their life and they get a paycheck and they're still down the pub. You know, they're still... <laughs> But it, it's, it's a combination of everything. And people that are listening to this podcast could probably agree with that as well. That, you know, you can't see how bad stuff is sometimes until you're really deeply in it. And it's then it's probably too late. That's the thing. Most people, they just, they, I call it, people are a dog following their tail. And they don't realise they're following their own tail. Right? People just follow the system and then they're in. 
and then they can't get out for 18 years. And by that time, it's too late. You don't even know who you were, who you are. And any dreams yeah. you had, or they're like 20 years old. Yeah, you're certainly shaped by your family, aren't you? You know, you see a man at, at, at a table with his family wearing a, I don't know, a, a crew neck shirt for his daughter's eighth birthday in a fucking back-end American restaurant somewhere. That's probably not what they aspired to ever be. But, you know, there's also a big part of a lot of people that you don't feel this, and I don't really feel it at the moment, but maybe I will one day, of, you know, they want... They, there's part of them that wants this fatherly thing. Some people that listen to this podcast will probably listen to it thinking, these two idiots talking... I like being a father. I like having a child come home and tell me how their day was at school. You, there's a fulfilment in that. And sometimes that fulfilment can even be bigger than wanting to be a, you know, a crazy singer or, uh, I don't know, a football player. See, what's interesting about me is that most people, when they have a great family, they want to continue the generations below, right? And as you said, some people who want a child often didn't have a great fatherhood or father figure, and they want to do to their kids what they, their father never did to them. Yeah. So by taking their kid to football, they imagine their dad taking them to football, and they're yeah, all reliving this experience as if it's them. But I also know what it's like to basically have such a great foundation or family that everything is done for you. We're doing this, we're doing this, dinner's on the table. And all my thoughts and everything I've wanted to do growing up stayed in my head, which is what the Tourette's was. Well, I had to live my life in my head because I couldn't leave it outside because my dad and my mum made decisions and everything that I wasn't free. It was like a dog saying, you know... Well, tell me a bit about your Tourette's then. Well, Tourette's is just excessive brain activity, stimulating neurons in the brain, connected to the face muscles, that if you're thinking excessively... You're stimulating face muscles, free tension, and the swearing is the frustration about trying to work out something you're trying to work out. Hang on a minute. How bad was your Tourette's? If you think about Tourette's, you think of swearing and swearing yeah. out loud. You don't Fuck. even Yeah. Shit. Most people don't Bollocks. most people don't twitch that much. It's mainly swearing and it's excessive. Like Fuck shit. My mine was it wasn't even like major swear so what words. You, what, so sorry, were you aware you were doing it? Yeah, but my twitching was like, it was like um, a computer that's been on all day and it's the, the hard drive's flashing, never stopped flashing. So me was about twitching because I was trying to constantly work out why the fuck are we here? Why are you saying to get a job? Why do I need to get a job? Doesn't fucking make sense. Yeah, no, I get that and I appreciate everything and your Tourette's is now under control. I could literally, if I meditated right now, yeah. I'll be a Madden T. Stores um, statue. Like I'm not even moving. I can choose to think in my head and I'll be twitching the fuck out of myself. I'm talking excessively, I'm going into my brain, I'm twitching a little bit, blinking, whatever. But it's about the brain activity. Most people, they don't think about new stuff. They go over conversations that their friends said, their parents I said. I understand. Different part of the brain, Josh. I understand. You're already using information you've got, whereas I'm trying to work out something I haven't got. Yeah. Howdy, thanks for listening to my episode. Uh, if you could remember to rate and review the episode after you've listened, that'd be fantastic. And also subscribe so when I release a new one, you get a notification. And also, please tell your friends on socials about me podcast. Now I'm going for a poo. I'll be back later. Have a great day and speak to you soon.